buckets. Before our bowl bowl mega episode, are you going to do all? Yeah, that? we're going to do every single bowl game out there. I don't care. But we'll just do uh, them weeks. Little at Caesars time. Bowl to Rose Bowl. We don't care. It's going to be all. But we'll do them weeks at a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still going to keep the same schedule of one a week. Uh, but at least we're going to get all of them out there because I've been doing five. five we'll five just do like week. everything. We'll just do Friday to Friday. Yeah. Know? Like everything after Friday is in one and everything after, you know, before is in the, it was in the past. One. Yeah, because there's some games this year or there's always bowl games that are like random Tuesdays and like – they're yeah. just kind of weird. So what we'll have to do is just let go. We'll release the pod every Thursday during December and then just kind of go from there. What do you think? I like that. That works. So realistically, we could finish out the year really, really, really strong. But we will – the The bowl games are different because you never know what's going to happen. But officially – we can at least have a a money mic regular regular season record, which is yeah. forty one thirty five and two right now for the year. But, Had you bet a hundred dollars a game on these bets, you would be up six hundred dollars. So, yeah. yeah. And then uh, lock of the week is seven and four. We picked it up last week with a nice nice W from. The was it Missouri? Yes, I think Missouri was your uh, it was your lock. It was the first. Yeah, one. and then uh, Missouri, uh, yeah, Missouri, Tennessee. Yeah, and we had uh, Mississippi State, Texas A and M. Uh, no, not Mississippi State, Texas A and M. Mississippi State and Arkansas. My my over completely failed. <laughs> Mississippi yeah. State decided to have like five turnovers in the first half. So overall, week twelve was once again yeah. it was three and two. I mean, we're just we're just staying one. I mean, you're consistently winning three games. You know, three of your bets per week, which is sixty percent of the time it works every time, right? Yeah, every time. So I mean, you can't be upset about those numbers. No, and, and I can't believe it's almost over. Like this is basically the final week of, of football for most teams. But I'm excited about. Yeah. This is rivalry week. This is the most exciting time of all. It's Thanksgiving. You're eating a bunch of turkey. You're watching a bunch of crazy games. You don't know what's going to happen. So let's ride this out till it burns down. Let's go. So we're going to get into the No Easy Buckets Week 13 Best Bets. You heard the recap from last week. We're six games above 500, or Mike is six games above 500. Yeah, let's get started. Another, uh, you know, like you said, rivalry week, so we got some good matchups. Um, we're, I, I like your theme here. You're riding with Mizzou, kind of like you did with some other teams like Oklahoma State earlier in the year. You know, when, when a team is hot, when a team is putting up numbers like that, ride with them. So you got Mizzou at Arkansas. Arkansas is a 10-point dog, over-under 70, so it's pretty up there. And uh, like you said, make notes a Friday afternoon game. So, uh, what's your what's your call? So obviously, I, I definitely you spoiled me right there. Uh, Mizzou has been really hot, and obviously, we're going to ride them again. I got Mizzou minus ten. Arkansas, they're playing for absolutely nothing. They're just playing for pride. Uh, they're going to come up with another loss. 
And uh, they covered their third game this year against Mississippi State. And the only reason why they did was because, like, State basically gave them, like, three touchdowns off turnovers. So yeah. I'm not buying into Arkansas keeping this a close game. Uh, Missouri has actually covered seven straight games against the spread. Seven in a row. So they're hot. Uh, only reason why, I mean, I just feel like Arkansas, I mean, it's senior day for the Arkansas seniors, whatever. Yeah, but they don't really have any, like, they don't really have any senior playmakers or anything no, like that. it's that, nobody noteworthy. No, but and, and, it's just a game where it's like right. senior day kind of can – can fuck yeah, with you but, sometimes. And you're like, all right, well. Uh, but I think Mizzou's just a way better team. Arkansas's defense is so bad. Like I said last week, they're they're allowing so many points, and I just think it's going to be Mizzou's going to win by 35. Like, I just – Yeah, I think – and I think it may be like 35 to nothing. I really don't think, see Arkansas scoring much. Like you said last week, they're – you know, we gave them all – we handed all of their touchdowns to them on a platter. Uh, so it was – you know, it was defensive touchdowns and then short fields after turnovers. So I don't really – I think Missouri will be able to blitz them a little faster, get up really quick, and the offense will probably quit because there's just not much there. I mean, Bielema is a lame duck. So, you know, we've already seen someone's getting uh, getting let go, whether they win or lose is what the report was today. So, I mean, Bielema's probably in the same boat. Right. Yeah, he's done. This is Bielema's last game. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely – he's going to be – they'll probably announce it uh, since it's a Friday game. They'll probably announce it Saturday in the middle of the rest of the game so nobody will talk about it. But they'll just do that news dump on like Saturday at noon. But, um, but yeah, so you're taking Missouri minus 10. I think it will be an easy cover there. I'd probably take the under if 70 if I took anything on the on the total. Um and uh, Washington. Next, next one is a uh, is a game I'm actually looking forward to watch a little bit. Washington State at Washington. This is actually, I think, for the Pac-12 title or the Pat. No, their division, the Pac-12 oh, right? North, I guess. Yeah, I think the winner of this game uh, uh, wins the division outright. So um, it's a winner. You know, loser le- loser leaves town. But uh, Washington is a ten point favorite, which is pretty high i know they're playing at home but washington a 10 point favorite in the rivalry game uh total is a little lower at 48 and a half um so what uh what are you what are you feeling in this game i love mike leach we're gonna ride him i'm taking washington state plus 10 uh this is the apple cup i don't know if you knew that or not but it's called the apple cup the app i was wondering what it was it's like you got the egg bowl the iron bowl all these other bowls but the Apple Cup. It just sounds like a weird bowl. Also, this game's on Sunday. Uh, Is that right? On some. Wait, 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 wait. Sunday. It says Sunday, November 26th at 1 a.m. <laughs> I feel like that's probably wrong. I feel like ESPN messed up the time. But I know some teams do play on Sunday. Maybe it mean, it, it must mean 1 p.m. It's just 1 p.m., but, um, but we'll see on that. Uh, but, yeah, so you're taking Washington State to cover? Yeah, I'm taking Washington State. Uh, the Cougars actually have covered seven over the last nine games. And uh, also, another fun fact, when they're dogs in the spread, they have actually won the game outright both times. They've been dogs. 
Um, so I like that. Washington, they've been they haven't covered the last two games, and I know we rode Washington last week. I guess no, it was two weeks two weeks, two weeks, two weeks ago, and they disappointed us. They played a really bad game, but overall, I just don't feel like this is the case. Just because Washington State, they're always really good on the road, especially when they're when they're supposed to be like a big dog. I, Mike Leach loves it, so I think it's gonna be a close game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And and Mike Leach had that viral video this past week of the reporter asking him about the wedding questions. And you know, Mike Leach is one of those guys that like it always. It never seems like he's actually thinking about the game. It seems like he just walks out there and starts calling. But uh, but yeah, I think I like Washington State to cover in this one. I think they're uh, they have a little more talent. They're they're playing a little bit better this year. They've had a couple ups and downs, but. Washington just hasn't done they, – they haven't lived up to what they were last year as a, you know, as a playoff team. And I think Washington State, this is their year to take it up. So that will be a fun uh, conference championship against them and USC. Um, but, um, but next up you got uh, – so just you know Washington plus 10 there was the bet. Um, you got the Iron Bowl, big game, Saturday afternoon. Uh, this one's huge now because of Auburn's win over – uh, over Georgia two weeks ago, but Alabama going to Auburn, Auburn four and a half point, uh, four and a half point underdog, uh, total is 47 and a half. So what are, what are you, what are you feeling here? I mean, I know it's a lot, this has been the, probably the biggest talked about game this week. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the most talked about game. And I feel like it's going to be the best game of them all. Uh, I like Auburn and just to FYI, I've looked at, Bovada today, and it's plus five now. So I'm locking them at four and a half, but go ahead and grab it for five because we're taking the Tigers. Um, last time that the Vegas line has had it this low was back in 2010. And what I mean by that is there, it's, it's either been a double-digit favorite or dog either way. So here in 2010, Auburn was actually a four-and-a-half-point dog and they played at home, and they actually won that game. So, oh. yeah, which a little fun fact there. But this game's a huge yeah. impact on either team because the winner's going to go to Atlanta and probably the playoffs for the you know to represent the conference. Yeah, um, winner winner wins the West. Winner wins the West and goes to the uh, to play Georgia. So right, and if a lot on the line, a ton here on the and line. And if they beat the crap out of Georgia again, I mean. They would pretty much have no choice but to get in the playoffs, at least for the most part. Now, that's a different subject, but I mean, besides the Mercer game, Alabama has only covered three out of their last ten games this year. And I know, I think both times on this pod, I've I've taken Bama. Well, I took Bama against Tennessee, but Tennessee's non-existent in football. And you took them against us two weeks ago. Right. So, I've won one, lost one. It's whatever. But I just don't trust them with games like this. And they – like the games that they're clearly favored to win. Like earlier this year, you would have said Bama's going to win by three scores. But now it's like, oh, okay, Auburn's Auburn's actually for real. So, I just love this. It's a home game. And I just think they're going to keep it at least with a field goal. So. Yeah. uh, I mean, I – I disagree. I actually think Bama will win by a little more. I think they're a better team. I think offensively they're better. Uh, it'll be 
I do think that there's a chance that Auburn has the upset here, but I don't think uh, I think it'll be a little bit. I think it'll be a touchdown game. Just I I don't. I just feel like I don't trust Malzahn going into this. I just don't. I I just feel like he's gonna you know come out with a weird game plan or not stick to the run or whatever. I mean, obviously Mississippi State ran the ball against uh, Alabama very well, and I don't. I just. I feel like we're going to come out, and for some reason in the third quarter, we're going to be like, how come Auburn has left the run game like this? So, I don't know. I just I feel like it's going to be one of those games, but we'll, we'll see. Um, that'll probably be the most fun game of the weekend regardless. But next up, you're going, uh, man, big, famous Big Ten matchup here. Ohio State at Michigan at the big house. Uh, Michigan, a 12-point underdog. Uh, they haven't had as good of a season as many thought. Ohio State's been up and down a little bit, but uh, still in the playoff contention. Total is 50. What? Uh, who are you taking? Who are you taking in this rivalry game? We're taking the Buckeyes, the Ohio State. Um, to cover the 12. To cover the 12. It's a rivalry game that's year in and year out since like the 80s. I mean, it's been an amazing rivalry. Um, I don't think like it's going to be the case this year. I don't think it's going to be a close game that everybody remembers because at the end of the day, Michigan's bad. I, I mean, their record's eight and three. I get it, but they're not that good. And Ohio State is clearly a more talented t- talented team at the end of the day. Uh, the Wolverines—they've only covered two out of the last seven games, and between these t- past ten years for them two playing each other. The Buckeyes have actually covered seven out of those ten games. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't trust Michigan. Every time I even get confident in Michigan, I, I always get screwed. So I just don't feel like I don't feel like it's close. Yeah, I mean, uh, last year they had uh, that controversial, like it was fourth down conversion that Ohio State had um, that honestly propelled them uh, to higher ranking. Uh, I think they went to the playoff last year, but basically knocked uh, Michigan out of the conference championship game. Um, and uh, so, you know, there's going to be some bad blood there that's coming back to Michigan. I think there's a little bit um, of a chance of an upset here, just, you know, Jim Harbaugh coming out with a crazy game plan because they've had a lot of injuries, especially at quarterback. So you don't really know what, uh, you know, coming into a game like this that you're expected to lose by this much, you know, they're still a talented team. Maybe he comes out with some uh, some type of game plan that he hasn't debuted this year. Uh, you know, or maybe he's got some somebody else taking snaps or whatever, something crazy like that. And uh, you see a you see a tough close game with Ohio State, but because I think they are beatable, especially on the road. I think Ohio State's beatable. I don't think they're way better than than Michigan uh, on any given night. So uh, that'll be an interesting game, though. Um, um, next up, uh, this was a game that last year was huge, a huge win for Vanderbilt. Uh, this year probably uh, not going to be cared about much for either team because both seasons were a disappointment. But Vanderbilt at Tennessee, Tennessee managing to go into their final game as a one-point favorite, no Butch Jones, uh, total is a 45-and-a-half. I'm going to do my best not to see a second of this game <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but uh, but uh, – Follow it on the the score app or something. Um, so who are you who are you taking? I mean, are you? I put this game up. Are you letting, are you letting Brady Hoke bring you to glory this week? <laughs> I put this game solely off of just irony and sarcasm. Um, Vanderbilt clearly 
has been awful. I think they've lost like eight in a row. Um, Tennessee, once again, they're they're horrible too. Um, this is just out of – I mean, this this game is not even a rivalry. I mean, Vanderbilt always gets beat like, traditionally. And I'm solely basing this game off tradition because both teams are bad, but when in doubt, you take the team that always usually wins, Tennessee. Right. So I'm taking Rocky Top, minus one. I'm just going to blindly throw it there, and I'm not watching a single minute of this game. Like you said, I'm going to try and just hide from it. Um, fortunately, oh. I'm going to be away from TVs. Um, I mean – the, the fortunate thing is I'm not going to be like at a bar. I'm just going to be on one TV. I can choose the channel. I can avoid this game. You don't have to worry about catching a glimpse of this on commercials. No, it'll make your eyes bleed. But yeah. it's senior day for these Tennessee guys. and They've had a horrible year. I'm just believing that these guys aren't going to go out in their Tennessee orange losing to the Vanderbilt Commodores. <laughs> and they I, haven't covered – the Vandy's and by, yeah, Vandy has not covered. Uh, they've only covered one out of their last eight games. So let's just ride the balls, just for that. Ride the balls. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I mean, honestly, this is just coming from me. I, I'm, I'm personally pulling from Vanderbilt for Vanderbilt in this one uh, to just see Tennessee's grave dug deeper. Uh, but I, I think it's going to pile on. I think it's going to be just. A, a forgettable year, a, a no uh, zero SEC win year for uh, for Tennessee, and Vanderbilt's going to get the win on their Damn. team. It'll probably be cold and rainy. You know, yeah, I, I'm taking I, I'm taking Vanderbilt wow. uh, covering the one. I don't think it's so. You're opposing me bad. there and the the Auburn Alabama. Yeah, I'm throwing some curveballs out. I mean, Damn, know, throwing I'm throwing shots a little bit extra. A little bit extra commentary just based off of now. Obviously, the Vanderbilt's not necessarily based off anything. Uh, is besides just you know fee, you know my personal opinion, but the the Alabama game, I think there is something to be said for Auburn getting a little bit too much credit going into this game, and you know they still have a, a bad loss this season. So, I hope you all fade me. Um, uh, I, I hope <laughs> I, won't, I wouldn't do that. I to hope you. everybody I fades me. You, yeah, you can go five and zero. Oh. That's better. for You know us. the record. <laughs> it yeah. isn't that great, but I'm gonna win three. <laughs> but but you're gonna win. Yeah. We're gonna majority roll. Guaranteed to win. Yeah, it's it's been a good season for the first season of this. Anyway, I can completely tank this week and still be above five hundred. At least you're not. I mean, at least it's not some abysmal record where you've won like twenty games or won twenty bets. Like and, and just like makes us rethink doing this yeah. as a podcast. I wouldn't. I definitely so, wouldn't want to do this if that was the case. So fortunately, we can we, we can ride, we can ride it out another year. I think, yeah. I think, uh, oh. honestly, I think the research helps a tad. I don't know. Most of the time, it's just sheer luck and chance. But yeah, you guys do your homework. Do your homework on injured players, trends, stuff like that. You know, location and weather. Honestly, this time of year. And I was listening to Bill Simmons' uh, NFL podcast uh, earlier today, and he t- talks about gambling perspective and how people forget when he gets into November and December to, to factor in weather because it's so important when you play outdoors. Uh, and uh, you really have to think about that uh, in these lines, these, especially the over-unders, you know, going into a bad weather game. So um, you notice you know, there's, keep out for that. there's but, no totals yeah. in this whole entire 
week. It's the first time. No, it's all first time stress. in a long time. I don't think I've ever done that. I think I've had some sort of total bet. Yeah, usually you've got it mixed in there a little bit, but uh, you didn't give us the lock of the week. Oh, man. I can't forget that. I know who I would take as the lock. Of the well, week. I'll give you my lock of the week. It's going to be Missouri. <laughs> ah, that's what I was going to say. Is he going to double down on his opinion on Auburn? Is he going to just give them the lock of the week uh, oh, curse or something? I can't do that. <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't think Auburn's going to cover. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. But it's, but it's not the lock of the week. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not – I mean, there's a difference between what you are super confident in and what you just think is a good bet. I, I seriously like Missouri to – just yeah, I did too. That's what I would have. That's what I would have gone with. I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, Missouri uh, helped you out last week. Uh, they're playing well. Barry Odom up there. They got they they got some momentum. Hopefully, Missouri comes back to to be a, a very solid team in the future. I'll give you my rankings. Good to have good Let me give you my rankings. Um, I guess from a confidence level, one would be Missouri. Number two would be Ohio State. Third would be Tennessee. Fourth would be Washington State. And fifth would be Auburn. If that makes you feel any different about my picks, that's my confidence level. Man, just riding the Vols, man. You're, you're super confident in the Vols. I'm a little bit more confident in the Vols just due to a long history. And Brady Hope is going to show people. That he's still the the fired coach effect where a team always comes out and the Ed Ogeron of the Volunteers. I saw today. I saw some little like rumors today that I didn't read into the story completely because I just honestly didn't care at all. But uh, it was like Brady Hoke has dismissed a player from the team already, and uh, it was because the guy had said something about him being lied to by the coaches or something. And there was some, uh, you know, media scrum locally around that. But people were questioning the ability of an interim head coach to kick somebody off the team. Like with a game left in the season, you know, when – did he consult the AD? Did he do like, you know, what what was going on there? So I thought that was a little interesting that Brady Hoke, especially with the, the rumor was the player was talking about behind the scenes, you know, people not being honest with the team. And, and the coaching is not being honest with the athletes. So uh, a little fishy, something that maybe could play out over the next couple of weeks and maybe in their coaching hire, that could be you know really interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Something to watch. Since everybody up there thinks John Gruden's going to be their next coach, maybe he can fix that issue. Another one I've heard, I don't know if you've heard this one was T Martin. T Martin. Yeah. What's he, uh, where's he at right now? Is he at USC? The offensive coordinator for USC. Yeah, and coming back to Tennessee. Yeah, he he went there. He, I think he won a national championship with them, and um, they say he's he should be the guy. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a different name I've heard out besides like John Gruden and um, Paul Bear Bryant yeah. and Paul yeah, Bear. basically anybody who's like the most amazing coach ever. They're like, you know, they're gonna try to get Bill Belichick and Chip Kelly and all these guys. Yeah, to come like the most them. high profile people. It's just like boom, boom, boom. I'm like, come on. Tennessee's not yeah, they're gonna, ten years. Yeah, at least ten years they haven't been relevant at all. 
No, we were talking, me and you were talking about how their last three head coaches, it was like, I mean, what fires you up about it's that? Garbage. Yeah. yeah, Lane Kiffin was like a a resurrection type deal where they were hoping for a boom. He's just a cheap whore. And Derek Dooley, we know Derek Dooley's not good. And, and then they go with Butch Jones, who a lot of people, because he was the guy who followed up Brian Kelly at Cincinnati and won with his players. And it was like, oh, yeah, now Butch Jones is, you know, hire the Cincinnati's a pipeline for college coaches. And it's like, no, nah, probably not. No. <laughs> They're probably not the hotbed of you college football. You see how Houston Nutt did it all Miss his first three years. Yeah. He had all of Ed Ogeron's recruits. <laughs> right. Yeah, he had, a, he had, yeah, he had those, all those skill players. Yeah. So you got to be careful with a coach that comes in and doesn't really – uh, instill his own philosophy and in, in recruiting, especially. So it's gonna be a lot of you know, like we said, someone's gone after this game. Someone, Butch Jones. You got Tennessee, A and M, Ole Miss, uh, Florida, and um, I think that may be it right off the top of my head. But all those teams look in Arkansas, probably five teams looking for coaches in you know what's perceived as the highest profile conference in the in, in the league. And you know that's a lot of uh, a lot of moving pieces. It's that's a lot of uh, too many. A lot of changes. 